Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This week on the Guitar Nerds Patreon episode, we talk about loads and loads of stuff from Summer Nam 2018, including the Epiphone Prism guitar, one of the weirdest entries into the Epiphone catalogue ever. Plus, at the end of the regular episode, we've got a big announcement, so do stick around. If you want to hear the Patreon episode, go to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello. Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Aha! Very, you're very, very lucky uh, this evening, listener, because we've got two um, members of the Guitar Nerds team who have only just got back today from getting off a plane Snam. from Summer Nam. I refuse to call it Snam. Uh, and uh, yeah, they seem to be holding up all right. Matty, how you feeling? I, I fell asleep in my Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to get that on a t-shirt for you. I landed at 9am, was the first one through the UK passport barriers. It was the quickest I've ever been through immigration. And someone else was like, that was quick. And I was like, yeah, I bet you I'll have to wait right to the end to get my luggage. I did, and it still didn't turn up. Oh, so I lost my luggage. Oh, Matty. And uh, I fly out. It's got my whole life in it, and I fly out again to Spain in two days. So uh, ups and downs. Oh, Matty. Good week. Ended by uh, the loss of luggage. So, Jay, in comparison, um, you know, your flight, you know, Matt Sandelica, good flight, but, you know, a bit of a letdown at the end. Your flight probably worse, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's really, really hard work. Really hard work. Yeah, so what was your sort of vibes? Uh, yeah, it was all right. My flight was fine, actually. Okay, good. <laughs> My flight was totally fine. And uh, although I uh, thought I was going to go through exactly the same thing that Matt did because I got a connecting flight and it was only after I left the first terminal at Chicago and went into the next one, I went, hmm, I wonder if I was supposed to collect my luggage. Uh, I think it'll be all right. I'm pretty sure it'll be all right. And I went and spoke to someone who works for British Airways and they were like, yeah, I think it'll be all right. He should be fine. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's not reassured me in the slightest. But anyway, I got to Heathrow and yeah, it was like one of the last bags. Surely you can only connect your luggage, collect your luggage, sorry, once you've gone through immigration. So yeah, surely if you're in a connecting uh, flight. Not always. I've, I've done it before where oh, really? you've got to... And then you put it onto the next flight. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's usually like smaller airports. Right, it's okay. All, it's like quite self-contained. Okay. But um, I was going through Chicago O'Hare, which is obviously one of the busiest airports in the world. So they kind of are prepared for this sort of stuff yeah um, so but yeah my, uh, I was absolutely cream crackered uh, but I had a couple of good flights I flew uh, to get home I flew Nashville Nashville to Chicago and uh, I, what was great and something that we kind of don't get to do a lot when um, w- when we're flying from the UK uh, basically anywhere is flew over land the whole way yeah because it was just it was basically due north and so um like just over loads and loads of uh, cool towns and like you could see everything. Flew over what I think was the Mississippi River at one right. point, which was really cool to see. Um, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a cool flight, but I am very much feeling it at the moment. Good. Uh, but it's, it's fine. Like I, I did it as best as I could and I'll go to work tomorrow and I'm sure I'll be knackered, but it'll be fine. 
Well, we've got uh, basically an hour ahead of us where you guys can talk about your uh, your experiences, things that you saw at NAM, and all of the uh, kind of press releases and the news that came out of the event. Um, but first, I wanted to catch up with Joe Branson. You didn't make yes. it to Summer NAM. I didn't. But you did manage to uh, buy a thing that you've been talking about buying for some time. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, I contacted... I can't remember who I contacted. Who did I contact? John Hornby Skews? Yeah, JHS. Yeah, that's who I contacted, who distribute Dan Electro. Did you actually get this already? And, uh, well, they are they are finding out if uh, they can get one to me in time. So, uh, so it, fingers crossed. They, they're pretty confident that they can, and they've given me a stonking deal. On what deal? Well, which is very nice. A stonking one. Good. But I have uh, purchased a Dan Electro DB604 in Blackburst. If you're wondering what a DB604 is, well, the DB stands for double because it's got two necks. What does the six stand for? Uh, I assume it's six strings and four strings. What does the O stand for? There's some empty uh, there's space zero people in, in the world who actually want this guitar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can add a plus one to that because I'm very excited about. <laughs> there are about zero this. uses where this guitar is actually applicable. It's fantastic. So it's basically like a DC59, so the the short horn uh, style guitar um, on on one end, and it's their uh, it's it's yeah it's a it's the it's a 30 inch scale so short scale bass on the on the neck closest to me absolutely fantastic I am very Wait, excited no surely the, ne- the bass neck is at the bottom isn't it no it's at the top ah because that's different to the original that we just looked at yes the guitar was, on top. that's right yeah okay. yeah this is the other way around which is much better for me because obviously the bass would be the thing I'm using the most yeah and I think I want the thing I'm using the most the closest yeah, you so explained it a up. bit last week by saying you wanted one of these because you're now going for three drummers yes. in your band so you need to play guitar and bass. So is your guitar player playing drums? Yes. But and our organ player is playing how, drums. Surely you can't play all his guitar parts. Yes, I can. Fortunately... But how are you going to do it and play the bass at the same time? Look, I'm not doing it for the whole set. We're basically doing it as a... As There's a, a bit. It's a gimmick intro, yeah. So right. it's, for about the first, like, five, ten minutes of the set, probably five minutes, it's going to start with the three of them all playing full drum kits on stage and the sound I- guys must absolutely love you I know I know it's yeah. like yeah we've got three drum kits mate How uh, you- we uh, use them for five, five minutes five minutes <laughs> yeah five minutes <laughs> exactly and then I get to come out through the smoke with my double neck and I basically just have to make some sort noise. of like um, what's that one with Matthew Kelly uh, stars in their stars eyes, in their eyes. <laughs> come out through the smoke you go in as a normal person and you come out a total and utter plonker with a double neck <laughs> I think it's going to be cool. It's great. It's a very reasonably priced double neck, and it's probably the coolest looking one you can get. I'm quite interested to play it. I uh, like Dan Electro stuff in general, so and I've never seen much, one of the double necks. I just wanted to work out the price per minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, full retail on an instrument like this would be seven hundred and twenty-five minutes. <laughs> so over a hundred pounds a minute. Well, uh, this look, it's 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 super cool. Think about it. I will be the coolest person. On on, <laughs> on the stage. stage. I hate yeah, to say, yeah. Joe, that can never be true. <laughs> I really hope you're wearing a fedora and a shirt with some flames on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri's, Guy Fieri's polymath. Well, yeah. I think it's going to be very cool. But on to Summer Nam. So this has been a great Summer Nam. Yeah, um, I, what I thought we could do is obviously... Well, in fact, before we do that, I just want to mention you're on the Tone Mob podcast this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did like a Tone Mob thing with Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. called the Tone Mob podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was cool. It's we actually the tonemob.com podcast. podcast. I think yeah. we spoke a lot about like uh, what, using... Our, what actually is tonemob.com? Does it actually even... What? The tonemob.com? Well, yeah. What, just uh, Does he actually use the website for anything? Yeah, it's where you can like stream all the stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, this site cannot be reached. There we go. Oh, I but, think it's just tonemob, not the tonemob. Oh, so it's the tonemob.com podcast. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah, we, uh, we we spoke a lot about like um, using modulation as a as a texture effect for 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 stuff. It was it was it was cool. We t- spoke a lot about like slow phases and things like that. Southampton pedals. I'm really into Southampton pedals at the moment. Yep. their utility knife effect is very very cool. But it was good. I really enjoyed shooting the stuff with uh, with Blake. It was fantastic. Yeah, good I, good old podcast. I actually really enjoyed it. You sound like a normal human being on that podcast. I, I sort of yeah. I sort of forgot to like. Put the character on. Get drunk. Yeah, I, I, it was. I was sober. It wasn't. Yeah, that was. I, I'll, I'll never do that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah terrifying. A terrifying <laughs> peek into the real yeah. Joe Branton's life. Um, I must say, congrats on that picture that you put in the Facebook group this week of you when you're 16. I guess. Oh yeah. One That's of the right. best photos you've ever put up. Thanks, man. It's really good. If uh, listeners, if you haven't checked that out, 
go to our Facebook group. It's, it's really special. It's yeah, it's, it's good. Really, it's a good Barnet. Yeah, it's very very good. <laughs> if you want to see Joe with long hair in a blazer and an Adidas jumper, uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I was like Brighton hipster before Brighton hipster was a thing. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. That's the that's the look. It it, it looks more like. Um, obnoxious schoolboy which yeah, probably isn't like, too far off the truth teenager doesn't want to wash his lank hair <laughs> I mean, parents have given up asking I, I, I talk from experience here of course I mean I think we all went through that yeah I mean someone did post a picture of Rick Mail from the young ones and yeah. I thought that was it was, it was, it was so uncanny yeah, it really it was, was. Basically, <laughs> that, basically that do, uh, do check that out so what I thought we'd do is um, first off dive into your highlights of the show Jay and Matt and then we'll go into the actual the meat of it the news uh, as it was uh, yeah. delivered so um, Matt I don't know if you want to go first do you want to pick out some things that you like that perhaps aren't on this list of the official news uh, articles yeah because yeah, there's some bits on there that I really liked a um, couple things I saw were really cool limited edition MXR carbon copy and phase 90 what was um, limited edition custom graphics it's like really psychedelic custom graphics that look really cool and I'm sure when I talked to the guy he was like yeah they're like based in Brighton or something and I was like and I, I I don't think I really clocked it until later and I might be wrong but yeah it was, it was definitely a, com- a graphics company in the UK the same people that make some of their straps um, okay. and he was like yeah it's just going to happen later in the year don't really know when but it's going to happen like, nice okay. they're only going to make a thousand of them apparently but they look really cool Same, exactly the same circuit just custom graphics and it was the first time I saw the Mark 3 version of the way huge pedals what's the um, difference just a smaller enclosure but it's like a smaller in- they look like way huge pedals so the same type of um, sort of like bent steel box they have but they're smaller than a normal MXR pedal with top mounted jacks so they make like perfect sense for a pedal board nice they were, they were really cool um, and, and they were doing so on- the overdrive special in, in mini as well which is quite nice on that note, um, similar thing from Carl Martin. Uh, they, I, I had a don't chat. say they've done the pedals like without the hardwired well, power supply. Well, so two things. First of all, <laughs> surely not. First of all, I was speaking to the uh, the US distributor, um, really nice bloke, and um, they have got a bunch of new chassis, very similar to those way huge ones for some of their more compact pedals. So like the uh, the DC drive and the surf trim. Yeah. R- again, much, much smaller, nice kind of bent steel. Um, they look really classy, really, really classy. And more importantly, they're just small. Um, but all of their larger pedals, the ones that we've always uh, sort of poo-pooed because they were hardwired. Well, always good sounding, but oh, oh, yeah, just no, unusable in a modern context. we poo them because they were hardwired. Yeah. Um, none of them are anymore. Um, so they're all out. And I, I spoke to him about it and he was like yeah I know it took us some time but you know we got there in the end uh, and yeah they're all they're all now non hardwired which is fantastic are they in the same large box uh, most of them are yes right fine fine but uh, you know yeah. they, they've also got those compacts if you want them so yeah 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 uh, yeah anything uh, on the guitar front Matty not pedal related that you saw that uh, kind um, of blew your mind on the guitar front not not really I didn't to be honest it was just it was the Fenders and the Charvels for me the highlight um, and I went about, on about it a lot when I was talking to Jay and to the boss guys I met a new pedalboard company called well I called them Waggy but the American guys called them Waggy so it's one of those two W-A-G-G-I um, and possibly the best pedalboard design I think out there at the moment okay. so they're tiered pedalboards like the one that I use from custom pedalboards but they're made of um, so that's a that's a, a, a tiered pedal board where the second yeah. tier sits over the lower tier and you can fold it back so that's it's, right. it's space they, saving they and designed in, for switches they come in like the pedal train sizes they're slatted but each rail has a holder underneath so you can run the cables through and then you can like clip in these little placeholders okay. so you don't have to use cable ties or anything so you have to like cable tie your whole board and then if you want to move something like cut a load of cable ties and that you can actually just move stuff around and the whole board is raised just enough they do the same on the bottom rails but it's not t- it's not like slanted so the back is higher than the top it's more like just a flat board they come in a great case like better than the pedal train ones with a zip and the biggest one was $249 what's the what's the comparison on the uh, pedal train uh, so did you say the largest one was two hundred and forty nine? Yeah. So that's pedal train. The, pedal train's probably a little bit more for that. Probably two eight nine, two nine nine, something like that. But having the extra tier, yeah, so you've got makes the extra it way tier, more so usable. 
it's way more useful. You can run everything underneath. And then because under that tier, you've got space for your power supplies or your patch bays or everything. So everything plugs in directly at the back. Um, and it was just like, it was really well built, really well designed. And what caught my eye is that he built one with an ES8. And then he was like, recognized me from the ES8 Facebook group. Right. He was like, I designed the whole board around that. And I was like, brilliant. But he couldn't take them back to Colombia, yeah, so which they, is where he has them made. They're not made in China. Yeah, Han, they're made in Bogota. So is he from Colombia? Yeah, he's Colombian. Right, yeah. Okay. So we had um, a bit of a chat about the World Cup because obviously yeah, you know, oh, game, game tomorrow. We're not, don't talk about the World Cup. Don't talk, sorry, um, yeah, of course. And um, yeah, so he he couldn't take them back with him. So I got one and brought it back to, um, to the UK and then gave the other two to the US team who are building them the pedal boards for the booth. But yeah, they're worth checking out. So Wagi pedal boards, W-A-G-G-I. That's probably one of my highlights. In terms of like a new design, I think brilliant. Great value for money. Nice. Jay Cross, any um, any highlights that we haven't got on this kind of new releases list? Yeah, loads, to be honest with you. Okay. I mean, we'll I'll, go, I'll, let's go through those and then we'll go through the stuff that we actually got press releases for. So if we're talking about pedal boards, um, Matt and I uh, were doing a walk around at one point and we um, we bumped into this... Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the distribution company, but there was a, a guy there from Canada, really nice guy, um, who was uh, distributing a bunch of brands. Uh, and so one of them was One Control, who I think we've talked about a little bit here yeah. and there. I think... Have we got one of their pedals, One Control? No. No. No, we've talked to them, I think, about maybe, you know, getting some stuff in. Right, but okay. So- um, but the... Uh, and they also had a brand called uh, Animals Pedal. Not Animal Pedals. Animals Pedal. Animals Pedal, which I think was a Japanese brand. Um, yeah. They had some absolutely fantastic uh, looking and, um, like, the some of the names of these pedals were just completely bonkers. Like, really, really cool. Like, I... I I, I haven't got the page up at the moment, but it was there was something called like the uh, like the um, fuzz is as good as a lake, or like it, it really, really. Mate, if you can maybe have a look at the. Uh, I'm just uh, googling it now. They were they were really odd. They were a Japanese brand, and I remember seeing them in Japan. They're relatively inexpensive, um, but they're like, yeah. So one's called Tioga Road Cycling Distortion. Nice. And I was a wolf in the forest distortion. Um, bath time reverb. Fishing is as fun as fuzz. That was it. Fishing is as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1927 home run king compressor. Relaxing <laughs> walrus delay. Surfing Relaxing walrus. Yeah, it was really cool. Really cool. Some, some of the that's, pedal days. That's just... me on a Sunday when I got my shirt off on the cypher. <laughs> Relaxing walrus. Uh, yeah, here we did, go. Did you get to hear them, or were you just no? Didn't, didn't get to hear them. <laughs> Classic no, no. guitar nerds. Yeah, absolutely. You just Look like, great, great names. Did you hear them? Nah, forget about it. Um, um, surfing bear overdrive. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Fishing is as fun as fuzz. So, some of them were just fantastic, but they looked really well built. Um, it, to be honest with you, it's just it's so loud, and we just didn't have the sure. He offered us the chance to plug him in, but it was like just not going to be able to hear anything. But the thing that really caught our eye while we were there was um, actually their own brand, um, the, uh, the the distributor's own brand, which was um, Outlaw Effects. Oh yeah, so Outlaw Effects. They did they send us stuff? Well, no. you are probably thinking they have just signed up with Z Music. Um, which uh, is okay. Zoe and Chris, Zoe and who Chris distribute actually, They offered us some of that stuff, and I think we were just super busy at the time, right, so I hadn't fine. taken them up on it. But they have some outdoor stuff that they can send us. So. Yeah, cool. so um, the th- they've got some great-looking pedals. Uh, again, kind of uh, comp- like compacts, um, like super compacts, kind of like um, m- almost Moore-ish uh, in size, not quite that small. Um, but the thing that really um, impressed us was the Nomad pedal boards. So this is a range of pedal boards that they, I think there was just two. Um, and what they've done, what they've made is powered pedal boards. Okay. Insofar as the power is lithium ion batteries inside the pedal boards. Okay. And you've got um, something like 10 outputs built into the, um, the back of the pedal board. With a load of different options, so there was there was like even a couple of twenty four volt. There was a yeah, there was an eighteen or twenty four switchable, and then there was a twelve, and then a bunch of nines, and it's yeah, three internal lithium ion batteries for ten hours worth of 
power. Yeah. So I thought it was, it was just because you, you can't really find the Volto anymore, and I was like, that's such a good. Well, you can. Solution. They do. They actually have just relaunched the the Volto. Have they? Uh, well, just because Pedal Train have also recently put out their own. Uh, the spark, haven't they? they, they their own power oh, yeah, supply, yeah. the spark. Because, of course, this is something that, that I think Pedal Train have done that's a little bit... Uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure with This is a great business decision for them, but I think... Well, well arguably it's not. They, cause they changed all of their the backs of all their boards recently yeah. to make it a bit of an effort to, to be able to fit a, a Voodoo, Voodoo Labs. Labs. Now, you can still get one. And one thing you can't is the visual sound or what were they called now? True... True Tone. True Tone absolutely can't the the in fact the hinge packs that come in true tones <laughs> are redundant you can't fit them on a, yeah, on a pedal well. train so and obviously pedal train did this because they were bringing out their own power supply problem is the pedal train to power supply is a bit rubbish the yeah, spark just uh, isn't very good down. Um, that down. so yeah but this uh, oh and there's no way of fitting those mxr dc bricks on them either, wow so. okay well i mean i i thought these were absolutely fantastic um really really neat uh like super powerful um they, they just looked fantastic super super sleek i was just having a look they don't actually appear to be on the website yet um the the guys were saying that it was just like it was super super new um but yeah absolutely watch this space i i think they're going to be a huge hit and uh, i'm really glad that um they're coming in through zed music because i just think that they're one of the the best uh, distributors in in certainly in the UK at the moment, and kind of it is um uh, and perhaps this is uh this is m- me and my own uh, bias biases coming out here. And Mark, maybe you can attest to this. Distributors don't tend to get the uh the credit that they sometimes are due. Maybe because there's a lot of cowboys out there. Um, I mean, it's just not a very glamorous. It's not very, it's not very fashionable, is it? I it's suppose. not being a distributor is not a glamorous job because really, if you're a distributor you kind of don't want people to know that you exist. Mm. You just want it to work. So, you know, you want to know the brand and you want to know the retailer. No one wants to know the distributor. No, well, completely. And, uh, you know, to be honest, for, for most distributors, all they're really doing is buying in boxes and then selling the boxes for a different price. Yeah, sure. Um, but obviously there's some distributors that do more than that. They do marketing and stuff. But again, you kind of want to be invisible. Um, and... Uh, actually you know what's been really good working with with Z distribution um is that they are at shows and they're you know they're really into guitars yeah they're well. super passionate yeah. about it i think that's i think that's the big thing is whenever we go to a guitar show Z music is there and they're just yeah just doing a great job I, I'm, i've got plenty of time for those guys i think they're great and i think that the, this the this range of pedals will absolutely be in safe hands with them um so yeah i thought that was really cool um about, um those bases so Man, you, I'm not a bass player, but that's probably one of the best basses I've ever played. So this is the one that Joe mentioned a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Serec basses. Yeah. Um, where are they from? Uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Okay, yes. so you, we talked about them before in that they're sort of short-scale, Gibson-y... Well, they actually do long-scale basses as well, okay. but the one that I really like is one they call the Midwestern, which is which is based... Looks like a Wilshire. Looks like a Wilshire, based on that sort of embassy. Embassy, I think, is what they were called yeah, when yeah. they were basses, but Wilshire for guitars, yeah. So what are they, um, what are they like in the flesh? Really, really nice, really nice. They were basically what you would expect um, a guitar, a bass version of that guitar to be. Yeah. Um, really well-built, uh, I, was, I was just saying to Joe actually probably wouldn't be any good for me because uh, I am uh, very raucous and unwieldy when it comes to playing my bass with a plectrum never uh, yeah completely um, but I think if you've got a little bit more um, nuance to your playing yes uh, I mean short scales are definitely like absolutely tension being a bit lower I get around that by putting flat rounds on there and then yeah. you just get the same tension as you would on a long sounds, scale but. sounds dreadful yeah Fine. But the uh, thing is, for a guitar player, that's what worked for me. Because I was yeah. like, oh, short, quite, short scale feels really nice. Um, and it reminded me of, because the whole thing is like worn finish. It just it instantly felt like played in. It felt really nice. Yeah, they have that I sort mean, of through wood, like um, like rubbed finish uh, look yeah. to them, a lot of them. I mean, I don't know. There was also combined with an amplifier, which I think, if I, I know the brand, I'm pretty sure is relatively expensive. Um, Trickfish bass amps oh, I don't know them no I've never heard of them alright oh, I saw sounded them amazing, some of them go up to like four or five grand Ooh, I think they're like relatively expensive but those basses were a real highlight actually I was like actually I'd buy one of these and play it because it just felt so good to play he's recently made his own pickup the B90 which is the a bass yeah. version of the P90 which he started putting in things the, nice. um, the only criticism was 
no shell pink and he was like it would look good in shell pink and I was like it really would look good if you did oh, it in mate, shell it pink how many manufacturers thing. did you say that to this weekend Matt? basically everyone <laughs> right. basically everyone but you know what Matt and Jay actually did get me a Seric gift uh, it's actually sit, sat right behind it, you it right is, now yeah, they, I forgot they, about that yeah, yeah you, they got me that's because a, I paid uh, for it <laughs> they got me a blue tie-dye Seric t-shirt which I'm going to be wearing all the time. It's blue. It's not just blue. It's blue and purple. Oh yeah, yeah. it's proper tie dye. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was quite funny. I, 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 I spoke. We spoke to so many people. I think his name is Josh. I, I do apologise, mate, if that's if you're listening and that's incorrect. But um, he he said. I said. Oh, we've got to get Joe a t-shirt. Got to get him a t-shirt. And uh, he was like, Oh yeah, they're, they're, I, you know, I can do you a deal if you want to. If you want to get two, I'll do them for like this much. And mate, you know, both looked at each other, looked at the t-shirts, and went. Nah, mate, one's fine. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> Did you get it for a tenner? Uh, no, it was uh, it was a bit more than that, but that's fine. You know, we just wanted to wanted to support him, and uh, yeah, it was great. Really, really, really nice guy. He's doing everything himself. Um, yeah, really interesting. If, if memory serves, he said that he previously worked for uh, for Lackland. Oh yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, bit of uh, you know, he's, he cut his teeth working with those guys and has gone off on his own and doing some great stuff. Cool, cool. Yeah. Anything, uh, anything else you want to discuss before we dive yeah, into? Yeah, cu- couple of guitar- one other thing. Cu- you, you go next, then, Matty. Um, all right. Well, just quickly, floating point pedals. Yeah, floating forest pedals. Yeah. Actually, sorry. Um, this guy uh, based out of New York makes it everything himself. Um, made this wicked delay that had bypass, a swell control, like a foot switch, a bit like the the Metaverse ones, and then it. The second one went between delay time on the actual pedal or the LED that went over a photosensitive, like, like well, a sensor that basically controlled the delay time. So you could go between a fixed delay time and then and delay time controlled by the LED. But different colored lights affect the waveform. Okay. So if you use a red LED or a blue LED, it affects the waveform differently and then gives you a different, like, warbling of delay time. So it was great because it was like you can swell and you can like move the LED and get crazy sounds. You press one button and it goes straight back to the kind of like fixed delay time that you control with the delay. Knob. So is the LED like on an arm type thing that you can exactly. sort of move around? Well, it's, yeah, so it's, got it's a on USB a, port, USB on, it, port so. on the side. So Matt, was it like? Do you remember those little synth robot things that you had that it had a little LED? Exactly yeah, like that. Right, that, exactly that was the conversation that we had at the time. What were they called? Bleep Labs. Bleep Labs, yeah. Um, yeah, and that was, he was just like, you know, it's my first ever NAM. I, I've got another job. I build everything. I drill all the enclosures. I designed everything. Um, and they were just really cool. The, the whole, like, boutique stub box exhibit was wicked because there was loads of brands. Someone had built, like, seven or eight pedal boards with, like, I don't know, probably, like, 150 different brands on there. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. 150 it different was- pedals. No, I don't know. There was quite a lot. But there was another one, wasn't there? There was the boutique stomp box exhibit, and then there was another one slightly further away. Um, but there was a lot of... It just made me realise how crazy it is in that world and how many people are building stuff. There's right a now. lot of companies out there. Yeah, yeah one, one of the ones, just just to touch on it briefly, on one of those boutique pedal areas, one of the things that was there was um, land devices. Do you remember we talked about those um, yeah, a I little while ago? Guys. They make those the oh, sort, the sort of, of military-looking yeah. harmonic percolator type yeah, pedal. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were there. Didn't get a chance to plug them in, um, but they had a pedal there which I hadn't seen before. Um, so I... Because uh, the ones that we've spoken about before, there was the green one, which I think was the first one that they did. Um, and then they did a, a like a cream one, and then uh, yeah, there was a black one there, and I I, I, I can't remember the names of them, but they they I, I remember listening to the a demo of the green one um, when when the press release came out, and it had sold out before we even talked about it, if I remember correctly. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, great looking, great looking pedals. Um, really, really cool. Really cool. Um, there was a couple of other guitar brands I wanted to talk about very yeah. briefly. Um, one was uh, a company called Nutter Guitars. Okay. Um, Absolute so Nutter. Nutter Guitars. Now you put this up on the group. I did put this up on the group, yes. So um, we were walking past it and Nutter Guitars uh, made in Nashville by uh, a guy whose last name is Nutter. Okay. Um, and uh, he was saying that he um, previously, he, he like his job for like 10 years was he was uh keith urban's guitar player okay uh and he had basically spent 10 years on the road is he the one that's in star trek that's keith 
Uh, mm, <laughs> uh, you've confused me. Isn't isn't he an actor as well though? And isn't he in Star Trek? Uh, Carl, that's Carl. Carl Albert. Carl, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, you totally, totally threw me with that. Okay. No, Keith Urban is a is a country singer. Fine. Like that that really hit me for six. I think it's because I've been awake for nearly forty eight hours. Actually, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'd rather not think about it. Uh, no, he yeah he was uh, Keith Urban's. I'm sure that's what he said. Keith Urban's guitar player. Um, anyway, uh, he had a kid. Um, and basically wanted Carl to Urban. Yeah, yeah, we well, yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah, who now is in Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, no, and he wanted to uh, get off the road, and uh, so started building guitars. And the one that really caught our eye was the um, Ensign. So all of his guitars were had they kind of had like military esque names. So there was the Ensign and the Cadet, I think, is the other one. But the uh, the Ensign was a, a guitar that I put up on the group. And uh, mainly the reason I put it up there was because I've uh, rarely it seen... It was tiny and pink. I've rarely seen uh, Matt and I looking happier. It was kind of... Yeah, it was, it was small, um, shell pink, single P90, or single... I don't know exactly what the, the pickup was. I don't think it was a P90, actually. Um, and yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, just had it... Didn't plug it in, but uh, just strummed out on it for a bit, and it was really, really nice. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, and yeah, all made in Nashville, which was which was super exciting. And they were they were fairly cheap. I think it was twelve hundred dollars, is what he was saying, was a, a rough price for them. Um, but yeah, absolutely, do go and have a look on the group about that. Um, and the other brand that I really wanted to talk about was uh, who I'd not heard of before was Sublime Guitars. Um, so I don't know if any of you guys have heard of those guys, but they um, made uh, a, a range of instruments. I think there was four shapes, if memory serves. Um, but the thing that was great about them was that uh, he was talking to us about his business model. And basically, all of the parts are like um, sourced from different companies. So it's not like they're all made in world guitars or it's yeah, not yeah. like they're all made in the USA. Basically, he has got a supplier who makes necks. He's got a supplier who makes bodies. He's got a supplier who makes pickups. And he gets the hardware and then assembles them in the USA. He was based in Florida, if memory serves. But <clears throat> the one that really caught my eye was uh, the Tomcat Deluxe, which was a really fantastic looking, um, almost like a Titan-esque, like a Cower Titan-esque yep. guitar. Um, I'm just... Oh, these look great. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Oh, got that. oh, yeah, really, really cool. And um, so all of the guitars have got um, those like baked flame maple necks, really nice dark uh uh neck with a um ebony board um the pickups are uh made by 
Porter pickups, which was never heard of them. No, I hadn't heard of them, but he said that they were they were really good. I I plugged one of these in very briefly. It did sound amazing, but that next just felt absolutely astonishing. Um, and yeah, the one that I was looking at was this. You, you, if you go onto his website, you'll see it. It's uh, kind of a, a Daphne blue with a anodized gold uh, guard, and um, he was saying like, yeah, so this is the uh, this is the deluxe. Um, it's and we were like, okay, so what's what's what are the prices on these? And he was like, right, well, yeah, that that's the deluxe. Um, that one is uh, about eight nine nine, and then they go uh, down from there. Really? And we we were just both like, so, sorry, down from there. What are you talking about? He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's the premium model, and then uh, all the rest of these that you see here, they're all a bit cheaper. And honestly, they looked unbelievable. I don't know how he's doing them for this money. I do not know how how he's how. What's the brand name again? Sublime. Nice. I need to check yeah, that out. Really, really cool. I I would absolutely. They they were maybe my sort of pick of the bunch in terms of brands who I hadn't heard of before. Yeah. Um, two really nice fellas manning the booth. Um, one of the guys just we went and we went twice to go and talk with them, and the second time we went round, uh, one of the guys could like barely talk. They were in this area that was super loud. I felt really bad for them. Next to a couple of super loud. Uh, amp companies and they looked like they were just been blitzing themselves talking about this stuff for ages but um, honestly I think they were they were really really cool it's something really different it's not just uh, another kind of uh, boutique um, like Les Paul or boutique yeah, yeah. Strat type guitar it's they look very different but they also kind of have like a retro familiarity to them well I mean it, if you just look at the body shape it's basically half telly half Les Paul isn't it pretty much you know it's got the kind of curviness of a, a yeah, Les Paul I guess so. but yeah. it's got the kind of uh, top horn and, and bottom horn of a, of a telly yeah so they look, they're neat really into uh, it I uh, really really like those guitars I thought they were they were very very cool so yeah that, they were they were my uh, my pick of the show I would say Nice, nice. Well, should we dive into the actual um, <laughs> press releases then? And what we like to call... News! That so, was a pre- bit pre- luster. Normal. I, I'm trying to get into it. There's loads. I Sorry. know there's loads. Sorry, we'll dive in. We're halfway through the podcast already. So, um, first up, brand new stuff. A uh, whole load of brand new stuff um, from Fender, including the Flea Bass, the Albert Hammond Jr. signature, uh, brand new Lefty models, Paisley Strats, some pedals, and some brand new Jimi Hendrix stuff. Jay Cross, run okay. it down. Where do you start? So, Jimi Hendrix, um, really cool looking, uh, right-handed... Yeah, it's cu- lefties. Custom shops of what they released not a little while shops. ago. The Jimi Hendrix ones are not custom shops. Oh, okay. Uh, they are Mexico. Oh, right. We um, just got in some custom shops versions of these with the like four thousand pounds. The graphics pop. and stuff all over them. No, no, oh, okay. that was the Monterey. Yeah, no, we got regular white ones with the upside down heads. These are not they white. Were, so they were they were shown at Winternam. Yes, that's right. The ones that the, the ones that were shown at Summernam. There's like a purple one and a sunburst one and a green one uh, no just no, purple and sunburst purple, okay. they, look, they look really good um, oh and they're Mexican and they're Mexico yeah fantastic so yeah look they look really really cool they're uh, it's upside all... down pickup as well as headstock yes yes cool um, and it's uh, part of like a whole campaign there's some like accessories and stuff to go with it as well like strings and get yourself a pur- curly purple cables. curly cable yeah um, so yeah re- really really cool um, new flea bases Matt you were all about these weren't you Oh, we've oh, lost him. We've lost Matty. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, there he is. He's back. Go on then, Matty. I'm back. Um, yeah, well, the thing is, when I was a massive Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, um, and my friend got a modulus bass, like like his signature, like kind of there was a one pickup one. And I was like, that bass is always wicked. And then he played Music Man. And then obviously that jazz bass came out in pink. And now uh, like he actually he had his own company in between. He had flea oh, bass. Flea bass. Yeah. Let's not. We don't talk yeah, about let's, those. Let's not talk about flea bass. I'm pretty sure they were like when they like Behringer or something. Flea bass. I don't know. No, it was flea. It was his own company. Probably the worst instrument I've ever played. The flea bass. Yeah. So yeah. bad. Um, but this thing looked amazing. I reckon if you wanted a somewhere between a cross between a Music Man and a Fender bass, 
that would probably be the best way it's to a, go. It's a jazz bass with a Music Man pickup. But what I yeah. quite like about this is they've well, actually... it's not a Music Man pickup. No, it's, it's, a, it's a Tim Shaw. Yeah. It's, it's a Tim, Tim Shaw design. Yeah. Okay, but it's, yeah, still, it's, it's, it's an eight-pole eight sort of humbucker Active humbucker. Active humbucker, yeah, with a nine-volt. But what I quite like is they've moved the position from Music Man, which is Music Man obviously put their pickup right up on the bridge, yeah. which, you know, obviously, listeners, I appreciate your guitar players, but you must understand that a pickup right on the bridge for bass is pretty much useless, hence why so few people are playing Stingrays these days. Um, but they've moved this slightly more towards the center of the body, so it's still got that really tight punch that you get from a Music Man style guitar, just with you know more articulate low ends. The best thing about this is the finish, though, because it's a plateless jazz. Yeah. It's, it's basically what they've done is they've taken the spec from the modulus bass and they put it in a jazz bass mm. body. It, that's but, what yeah, that done. is what they've done. But finish wise, like isn't it like a? I can't. It looks almost shell pink, but I think it's actually yeah. gold. No, is no, no. Right? So there's two. There's a kind of like grey gold type colour. Uh-huh. I, I don't think it's shoreline. I think it's a. It's like a kind it's of own colour. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's a very matte finish. And the same gold. with the same with the shell pink one. Is it? Oh, it's shell, shell pink. Yeah, it oh is. But it is. It's like a real matte shell pink. It's slightly more premium than the last one sorry <laughs> it's slightly more premium than the last one because the last one was road worn and so it had a road worn price tag it was just under a grand these ones are like 1500 pounds yeah these are america these are these are uh, american built yeah they look absolutely fantastic what a brilliant bass i mean Definitely. i'm actually tempted to get one i'm not a fan of him or jazz basses in general but for me uh this is quite a neat little package just and looks looks good the uh the road worn ones were super popular well, i think yeah. way more popular than anybody expected i'm sure you can attest to that as well absolutely um yeah. and yeah re- like really cool to see to see this still absolutely rocking um, one word one quick mention even though it's not really a new guitar i really loved the new color on the johnny marr oh yeah yeah so late placid blue yeah a late placid blue johnny marr and what pickups do you get in that the same uh pickups same, that have been in there same before oh, really yeah it's the, which is the bare knuckle johnny marr set oh, uh, so it's not the um it's not the one that everybody was talking about on the internet that which he is, brought to that fender show that he did he, he that had the he, sustainers and it stuff had the uh, he, he basically had the, the ed o'brien, o'brien pickups, pickups, pickups in, in one of his yeah, yeah he brought that along to a, an event that he did at the great escape oh did he have it then I, yeah. I i didn't make it to that so i that's actually where i think a lot of the chatter came from Shouldn't you have been working at that? I was working in the office that day. Sure, sure you were. Well, I, well yeah, I was working in the office that sure, day. Sure, sure. <laughs> so I didn't, uh, I didn't see that. Okay. Um, Albert Hammond Jr. I, I love Albert Hammond Jr. He's I from the Strokes, he's right? He's from the Strokes. Yeah. Son, yeah. son of Albert Hammond. Okay. I don't know who that is. Wrote some pretty famous he was, um, Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, no. he wrote what? The Air That I Breathe by the Hollies. He oh, okay. The Hollies okay. Um, so yeah, um, Albert Hammond Strat is uh, like it's an uh, basically a seventies. Well, I mean, if you know who Albert Hammond Jr. is, you then know, you know he, what this guitar is. Yeah, he's, he's played, played that same guitar his whole career. He actually has two because one he smashed up at a um, at a Strokes show, and uh, he now has the broken parts of it on like framed on his wall. Oh really? Yeah, that's uh, funny. which is great. But he's st- like, oh, man, that's dedication. Like, think of us. Look at all the. There are fifteen guitars in my house at the moment. <laughs> 15 15 15 all the gear and no, no idea no idea at all but um, you know think about this Albert Hammond Jr he was in the Strokes man they were a big deal I based my look on them when I was 16 I tell you what we, I, I think can tell from that photo I, I think we've yeah. spoken about this recently but like I wish it wasn't people that looked like you did then that like the who were into the Strokes because I totally totally was just like this band is rubbish look at all these idiots who like this band and I got into a great band this is it or is this it what's is that this, this, is it? This, this is record. it I got into that record probably 10 years after it came out and right. I was just like every song on it is an absolute banger yeah, it's a every song banger. on it is fantastic all um, bangers do you know that Albert Hammond no Jr had been playing guitar for two years when they recorded that record really Crikey. yeah yeah it was really, really, like, sounds like it that's it does though he has that 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 that, that really um sort of jagged awkward yeah, sort of it is, uh, yeah, feel yeah. to everything he does but that's that's become a cornerstone of his playing yeah. totally but yeah anyway the um the albert hammond jr is uh definitely going to appeal to people who like albert hammond jr american made mexican made <laughs> uh sure can't rem mexico i think okay. i can't remember the price to be honest with you um but yeah it's um it's basically a 70 strat with um, a white 70 strat white 70 strat with um the, some weird um pickup selection options okay that's so interesting. in the bridge position when you're in the bridge position that's actually the middle position and he it sort of works 
weird from there so that and that works weird from well there. Yeah, I, I i'm not going to go into the 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 detailed specs of it there's but press releases if people want to see absolutely. that but yeah it's it's really cool actually it's a very cool playing guitar um lefty models yeah so not actually a nam release um just released uh, NAM. well no released at the same time as nam not a nam release because they're actually at the moment european they're european models oh wow uh, so they are uh, models that were uh, basically uh, commissioned by by the European by us in the European team uh, for Lefty. There's five models I think that are uh, Lefty exclusive, made in Japan offsets. Um, so there's uh, a couple of Mustangs, a couple of uh, Jazz Masters, a Jaguar, and a Paisley Telly, uh, pink Paisley Telly. They all look amazing. And basically, um, where this came from is the people... And maybe this is going into a bit more detail than I should probably be going into. But um, any time a guitar gets announced, our social media team get absolutely hammered by people saying, why isn't there a lefty version? Why isn't there a lefty version? Why is it? Why is all the lefty versions of the guitars that you make all boring colours, etc., etc., etc.? So um, our social media team basically begged us to try and do something about it. And uh, we went as completely bananas as we possibly could. Um, so yeah, really, really weird stuff. Um, that they all look fantastic, and uh, my understanding is they're basically going to be made to order. So um, if you're into looking at them, go and speak to your local shops and say, please order these please guitars. Get one for me so I can I've, try. I've turned from a raging lunatic on Fender's uh, social media to actually being, having an option to, to buy yeah, them. So. Totally, and uh, yeah. Uh, and pedals, new pedals as well. well. Paisley Strats as well. We didn't talk about Paisley Strats. So those were the ones that Joe posted up. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So that was part of the um, custom shop release as well. There was like seven or eight new custom shops that came out. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, even I'm struggling to keep on top of everything that came out because it was just there was just so it much. Does seem stuff. a lot, and we'll talk about this at the end. But Summer Nam seems crazy this year in terms of releases. Lots and lots of stuff. More so than Winter Nam, almost. I've you know. It's a lot more. There's a lot of stuff, but just in terms of releases, there's so much stuff. Yeah, Yeah. let's let's talk about this at the end of when we've gone through everything. But um, yeah, so those those Paisley Strats. So you've already received those, Joe? Yeah, that's right. Have you you had a chance to look at them? Yeah, we've had a purchase at them. I'm actually shooting a video on them tomorrow, and uh, and we we have a Fender Custom Shop event on uh, Wednesday night. If anyone's sort of London or Brighton area and wants to come down, oh, actually, it has sold out. It's sold out. The event sold out. We've they'd be able to squeak in, surely. We've got to try and cram in. I I accidentally didn't put um, a cap on the tickets. Classic Joe Brandy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I thought about. Four, who cares about Fender Custom Shop? I thought about four old boys were going to turn up, and we've sold seventy tickets. How the hell am I going to fit seventy people into the shop? Anyway, that's my problem, not a problem for here. But yeah, those uh, those Paisley Strats, Telly necks, Telly headstocks. What? Telly, telly headstock? Headstocks. How did I not notice that in the photos? Because uh, I, I just took a you picture just of it out. Yeah, I t- took a picture of the body. But yeah, Telly necks, like big deep. Um, Telly, uh, telly neck, sort of big deep U, thick sort of fifties maple telly neck, and then uh, yeah, headstock banging. I love it. I've never realised how much I love the look of a strap with a telecaster a good look. headstock. It's Definitely, yeah, fantastic looking, wonderful. The the only thing I think it was pointed out on the group, um, I think a few people weren't that into the scratch plate because it's a white plate, like not mint or parchment. It's a white plate. I'm quite into and it. It's not a transparent plate, which would obviously yeah, be yeah, yeah. I was quite into it because they're you know they're sort of relic, aren't they? Um, and they kind of look like someone's found one of those guitars. They've changed the neck. They've put a different plate yeah. on there. You know, they're not. It's supposed to be parts caster feel to it. Totally. Yeah, totally. absolutely fantastic guitars. Obviously, as they are a relic Paisley parts caster style instrument, they are the extreme top end of Fender Custom Shop. So I think they're coming in at around £4,000. When, sorry, just to, and maybe this is me uh, completely overstepping the mark here, but when uh-huh. you say telly headstock, do you just mean like 70s headstock? No, I mean a a Telecaster headstock. Really? I Because we maybe are talking about different guitars here. Yeah, I thought the one that I'd seen just had a, like a 70s big Strat headstock. That's the one, those were the ones that were on, that were on show at NAM, yes. Joe's desperately filing through some pictures now no, to check I've that he hasn't made a crucial No, crucial no, no, mistake. I know I haven't. I, I've, I literally spent half my day sat with it today whilst I, I told everyone I was doing important research. Of course. You know, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's 100%. It's, uh, oh, right, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just coincidence then because, yeah, as part of the... Uh, 
Summon M collection, there was a bunch of new uh, custom shops, kind of like catalog models uh, shown. And yeah, there was a black Paisley and a pink Paisley uh, strap with se- with a large 70s headstock. Maybe that's the ones that I've seen. And yeah, maybe probably. I haven't seen this one that Joe's talking about. Um, but but yeah, yeah, these ones are 100% better. I mean, who... 100% better. 100% better. Um, well, with that in mind, um, let's move on to the uh, pedals. Joe's going to quickly get some... Do you know what? They are telly headstocks. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about, talking about different guitars. How about that? Super that's weird. cool. That's even cooler than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Excellent. Everyone who owns a strat, take the neck off, get a telly neck on there, you won't regret it, I'm telling you now. <laughs> um, you're tellying them now. Jay Cross, uh, so just wrap up the Fender stuff with the pedals. Oh God, yeah, I'm exhausted There's already. So, much stuff. so uh, three new pedals uh, to go along with the six that were announced at Winternam. Um, so there's the Engager Boost, um, the Full Moon Distortion, which is a uh, twin, uh, a two-pedal distortion that's uh, d- got a drive and a, uh, a distortion and a boost uh, circuit built into it. Um, and uh, I think, if I remember correctly, I think you can change the order. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think you can change the order on those. Uh, and also the Pelt Fuzz, um, which has completely surprised me because... I actually quite like it. Wow! Because um, I'm not a huge I've fuzz pedal. Ne- never made a never made a big secret of the fact that I'm not a huge fuzz fan in general. Um, but the pelt. What if is- it's like fishing? Sorry, fishing is like fuzz or whatever it was. That- fishing, yes, the uh, the animals pedal. Yeah. What if it's pedal. like fishing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm assuming this is exactly. Well, this is more like hunting. The pelt. The, the pelt. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, th- this I really like. It's um, it's got the characteristic similar characteristics to the. Um, Bigfoot Engineering King Fuzz, which is a, a fuzz pedal I do really like. I think mainly because it doesn't... It's not... There's the two ends of the spectrum for me that I really dislike. And I was talking about this on the group earlier. One is that sort of like um, wet, spluttery, battery dying, like that sort of satisfaction sound, yeah. which I really can't stand. And the other side of that is the uh, like the Zvex Fuzz Factory style, um, the like completely uncontrollable sure um, I'm uh, not a big fan of that either and this is just this is just like sort of bang in the middle it won't appeal to everyone because it's like I think it's quite conservative it sounds like a drive pedal I think okay um, but it's got like the ability to go a bit a bit more mad with it but it's way controllable so yeah I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this I think it's out of the three that's the one for me that is is the one that's really really worth checking out but they're all they're all really good and yeah nine nine fender pedals now and Tiny. Th- well and who'd have thought like this time two years ago if we've been talking about fender pedals like they're actually good like, <laughs> oh come on that oversized phaser was always good yeah I mean but, but that was like 25 years ago oh, yeah. yeah it was like one pedal out of a range of loads of them as well and th- these are all genuinely quite good yeah. so um, Joe Branton keep it yes. on, a, on a sort of Fender tip there was some two new bass models from Squire not just that actually there's there's guitars there's a whole expansion in the Squire Contemporary series which is um, which is a fantastic line of guitars really nice to see Squire kind of doing its own thing again and as much as I love like the Cornerstones of Squire which are vintage modified and, uh, and classic vibe I think they have a lot of cross wires in between them but also now that we've got like the fender player series being slightly more retro and everything else that's coming out of fender kind of being more like um more origin based instruments i think it's really good that squire are moving away from that and are making modern instruments and that's exactly what hence the name the fender the squire contemporary series does earlier this year they brought out some tellies and some strats um, with like a double humbucker format, always with a matching head cap, which I thought was a very nice touch, but then a, a satin neck. So they were super cool, and they have just added to those with a pair of Jazzmasters, this time with uh, Squire's own SQR pickups, which is their take on... Squirr. Squirr, which is their take on EMGs. They are active, 9 volts. So what we're talking about is hardtail Jazzmasters in like um, a surf green surf mist. pearl surf pearl yeah mm-hmm. which is that you know that you know the sort of pearl it's a soft green it's almost metallic, yeah, metallic it's yeah. a gloss finish but it's all it looks satiny and they do it in like a they do it in like a gray i can't remember the gray finish it's like a midnight dusk sort uh, of yeah there was one with charcoal lovely. frost yeah, t- yeah it was, it's a bit charcoal frosty it's not that color but they're doing that and they're also doing this surf pearl which is a great color like absolute banging guitars pewter um, hardware tuners and bridge hardtail obviously on the Jazzmaster and active 9 volt pickups man I thought they sounded great oh 12 inch radius 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's just the, the the whole point of the contemporary. So I've got a confession to make in that um, I, I've known about this jazz master for about nine months, maybe a bit longer than that. <laughs> and um, when the contemporary series was announced at NAM, I already knew about it. I knew that this was coming as well at, right. at Winter NAM, and I was gutted that it wasn't announced because it just looks un. <sighs> believable it's fantastic it's, it's, it's such so cool. a great and do you know what do you know what? i tried them out today we shot a video on them today and i was like man this is a great guitar like you want something that's super aggressive really suited towards like punk and hardcore and metal just like a really heavy aggressive sounding guitar it looks cool and these pickups actually sound banging they're exactly when emgs are used right when they're not too overpowered yeah they can sound really good they can sound like an aggressive sort of overwhelmed pickup and that's exactly what this sounds like brilliant guitar they've gone for indian laurel again on the fretboard which is something we saw on the bullets recently when they re-released the bullets which seems to be the new like affordable alternative yeah to, so laurel is Rosewood. what laurel is what is going on um i think I think that's basically what's going on all of the squires now. Oh, right, that's uh, so cool. most of the rosewood has transitioned on in right. the Mexico range. Most of the rosewood has transitioned to uh, Palfaro. Uh-huh. Um, in America, in the Mer- American range, most of it is transferred over to Ebony, except for the pros, which is still um, rosewood. Right. And uh, yeah, with this, it's uh, it's it's Laurel, and well, it I, I looks yeah, really nice. Looks apart, sounds fantastic. Yeah. No, absolutely no problem with it. I thought they were great, and for the money, I think they're absolutely fantastic guitars. Matching headcaps as yeah, well, again, totally. So. The so contemporary series, the contemporary series is great, and I think it it, it gives um, it gives Squire what it was missing yeah. because you know we've always raved about the classic vibe range, yeah, um, and there was it, they're kind of wasn't a good option for if you wanted something well, modern if you wanted something yeah. modern you had to buy the Johnny 5 or the Jim Root the Johnny and 5 Johnny 5 is alive yeah, the John 5 <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry I wonder the, what I did Jim, there for the a Jimmy minute Root. Like, what have I done yeah sorry the, yeah the John 5 uh, or the or, or the Jimmy Root uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, they were um, yeah. For, what a fantastic alternative that's super affordable. And of course, the the Jim Root was um, you know they, they did the Jim Root Jazzmaster with EMGs in it, and that was I appreciate that was a full Fender. But what a great looking guitar. Yeah. Problem was that was thirteen hundred quid. Sure, we're talking about four hundred pound. It's quite a lovely guitar. Wonderful. I think it speaks to the kind of um, I was going to say the state of metal, but not like metals in a state, but the state of metal where you can bring out basically a metal guitar now, but it doesn't have to have like blood paint on it or like well, skull and crossbones or whatever completely. it's just like a wicked looking guitar yeah. in a kind of cool old school style finish I also um, but I respect can, for metal I can see this being the sort of guitar that people are just going to buy to mod yeah, yeah it's a bit absolutely. more expensive than say the like the uh, the bullet um, the bullet well, Mustang. it's a premium model for Squire I think yeah, yeah in, totally. a, in at 400 pounds but yeah. um, but you know still cracking guitar I'd be really, really curious to try one of these. Um, let's do one more bit of news. And yeah, well, uh, one more. Yeah, I mean we've got loads, but we'll carry on over into the Patreon. I think oh. this week, um, just because we're nearly up an hour already, and we've got a little bit of news at the end of the podcast that I want people to stick around for. Um, so, just quickly, Gibson 2019 models. Nothing officially announced at the show, um, and also obviously there was some leaked information um, a couple months ago, and we've had no confirmation whether that's 100% correct yet. But um, Basically, they didn't put out a press release saying these are the new models. What they did put out was a statement um, from Henry uh, saying that the line is going to be greatly reduced in 2019. So not so many models because um, uh, he seems to, I think, feel that one of the reasons they've been struggling in the electric guitar market is um, that there's too much there's too much choice and consumers don't really know what they're buying. And, you know, classic, traditional, new standard, uh, new Coke, um, yeah. you know, uh, polyunsaturated all that stuff um, and I think that's what's causing consumer confusion and that's what they seem to think as well so what I wanted to say was they were at the show uh, and you yeah. had a chance to have a look at them yes so what were your kind of takeaways fr- from that um, very good okay. is, uh, so they had a new range of USA stuff and a new range of custom shop stuff uh, the custom shop stuff was as you would expect incredible um, new um, modern V what was that V, was it called the modern V? Something like yeah, that. The yeah. one that v, looks like yeah, the, the Starfleet logo. The one that yeah. looks like the Starfleet logo. Um, yeah, really, really cool. Um, and in the USA range, looks fantastic. Um, new Junior, proper Junior. Like not that weird, like sort of blocky style. The one that junior. Just looks a bit wrong. Yeah, proper Les Paul Junior. 
um in usa not in custom shop yes um and yeah really really exciting great looking range um the, the only thing that i did notice was it didn't appear to be a kind of um standard standard like so like a sunburst or a uh ebony standard okay there was standards in the weird colors the, like fade um, but ones. we were assured that um there will be normal okay. standards i think it's just they had a range there the um the models will be officially announced later in the year and it's just like this is what they had yeah. um but yeah the traditional seemed really cool um there was uh explorers um there were uh, a couple of flying v's the, the explorers they had in a kind of like traditional karina style and in a like uh black uh tribute style so one presumably would be 1500 quid and one presumably be like 1100 quid something like that they didn't give us any prices um but yeah great really great stuff some very very uh like basically what everyone wants gibson to be doing i think they are yeah they're sort of listening i'm really excited about these new epiphone prisms well let's let's talk don't spoil it let's talk about that on the on the patreon uh podcast we'll talk about the epiphone prism i I had to mention it because i've already made like the instagram story and i included a little picture of the prism so now that i've mentioned it it's justified that i've used that okay fine fine. but we'll talk about it in the patreon podcast but first i want to talk about some uh some news regarding the podcast um this is going to be my last Guitar Nerds podcast for a while, for some time, uh, an undetermined amount of time uh, at the at the moment. Uh, the reason for that is I'm moving on to a new project uh, in my life, of uh, which I can't... You haven't told us this! <laughs> this is not news to the boys uh, listening, um, but uh, it's new to you, the listeners, but it's not new to the, to the Guitar Nerds guys. So, um, yeah, basically, this is, this is going to be my last one for, for a while. I will probably pop back up, uh, if not from time to time, but you'll see me around, definitely. Um, and... Yeah, the best way I guess to keep in touch with me is is on Twitter. I've been starting to use Twitter a bit more because uh, and in the Facebook group as well. I'll be posting updates in there. But um, yeah, Mark underscore Random on on Twitter. But um, yeah, this is it for a while at least. Um, Very weird. It is going to be really weird. This I, is like this is like what happened three years ago or whenever it was two years ago. Yeah, three years ago wasn't it? Was it three years ago? I don't know. It's, yeah, this is even weirder because this is our thing. You know, this is like. Guitar nerds, isn't it? This is this is. He's just found something more important to be doing. That yeah. he, well, won't, he won't tell us. I don't know. What I've the... done something that means that I can't do this. Wait, for... wait, wait. Are we not supposed to have told people what you're doing? No, you can tell people. <laughs> oh, good. Because there's like a thread in the group. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, no, it will. Uh, the people uh, kind of who need to know already know. But yeah, I'll be posting details in the in the guitar nerds group soon enough. And probably, like I said, if you follow me on Twitter, there'll be kind of an announcement on there and stuff. Um, I hope that you and uh, the sixty cycle hum. Uh, I mean, <laughs> guys really get on you know this is this is like lebron james moving to the lakers yeah, ryan's warming up the microphone right now <laughs> ready for me to uh to, to yeah indeed to uh to meet ready for me to get stuck in um so yeah this is gonna be it for for a little while i don't know who's gonna host i don't know what you boys are gonna do i don't know what you've got planned maybe some guests is it gonna be like have i got news for you where they get a guest in to host every week and you're sort of the sort no of it's gonna be like have mugs. i got news for you in that angus deaton is gonna come and uh, Sweet. yeah he is actually him disgraced tv host angus deaton <laughs> we, we've got him uh coming on to uh to to, to host the podcast I, I think thinking, he knows about guitars i was thinking about it the other day you know who you could legitimately get neil buchanan from art attack he knows about guitars. He knows well, loads he, about guitars. Who's he the guitar player for? Marseille. Marseille. Oh. <laughs> I always say Marillion. No, no, that was no. fish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I th- think I think basically what's going to happen is uh, for the first couple of weeks we'll probably um, it's going to be a complete disaster. Don't don't don't, don't leak it. Don't no, leak no, I'm just what saying, we're planning. I'm Jay. just saying Matt's on holiday, so it's going to be me and Joe. It's going to be the blind leading the blind. Yeah, I've but got it all planned out. You can get celebrity guests maybe. in. Yeah, I think I think the plan is is uh, that for the first couple of weeks while <laughs> while we find our feet at least there will be uh, some guests. So I think one of the things is uh, I guess as much as anything is. Uh, let us know what you would like to happen, listeners. Um, is there uh, someone in particular who you would like 
more regularly uh, on the podcast? Is there uh, a f- new format that you think we should be rocking with? Is there anyone else that you think should be leaving the podcast? <laughs> I mean, that's my vote. If he leaves, I'll come back. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, sorry, oh, no. sorry, Matt. I, I, yeah, that turn, seems wow. that Mark's uh, you searching. about Matt. Oh, okay, right. Okay, fine. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, let us know what what you think, and we'll go from there. I mean, yeah. we won't listen to any of it. I've got it all planned out. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. Be fine. Jo- jo- I think for this last one, uh, Packham, you should read the Patreon backers. Oh, great I can't do idea. it in one breath. I cannot do it. Great in one breath. idea. I've got it here. Don't don't give me that laptop. I can. I've got hay fever. I'm not going to be able to do it in one no, breath. No, you've got to do it in one okay. breath. You've fine. got to do it in one breath. So. Um, this is my last regular podcast but I will be uh, on the Patreon this week so if you do want to hear that go to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where from as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast Joe are you writing this down one dollar a month gets you the regular episode ad free and early five dollars a month gets you an extra half an hour every week plus access to some occasional bonuses uh, little mini series interviews things like that ten dollars a month makes you one of our executive backers and gets your name read out on the regular episode in one one breath breath, (laughs) usually by Joe Branton this week by me can I have some some music please just um what's uh what's a sad like montage type music uh I don't know um oh the the scene Uh, all all by myself that's Star Wars scary (laughs) Uh, were you trying to think of the The funeral funeral march What is that? Uh, do, do, do. No, that's, that's marriage. The, that comes <laughs> the, here comes the bride. Um, let's just go with that. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> you can't hold it for too long. You've just got to breathe in and go. <laughs> Scott Hamilton, John Ivor Mayer, John Mayer Crush, Marin Peters, Golden G, Richard III, Sean Arbo, Joshua Mitchell, Chris Wolfman Cuthbertson, Ryan McDermott, Robert Cousins, Rob Gruel, Nate Nagel, Tucker Amadon, Ernie Cooper, Emery James Baker, Christopher Rapatish, Zane Omar, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Derek Fitzer, Cliff, Matt Davis, Aaron Schumann, Blake Wyland, Jake Gray, Christopher Lozeth, Wang Corrier, um, Scott Kennedy, Robin Smith, Rob Norvick, Rob Grant, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Andy Joyce, Carlos Manchester, Steve Merkel, Blair Toms, Mark Cross, Brad Page, JD Shaw, Andy McKenzie, Laurie Anstis, Paul Gorrigan, Will Clare, Scott O'Brien, Phil Thompson, Moog, Gravit, Colin Anderson. You must have taken at least two breaths. There was two. There was two. It was oh two. my goodness. I don't, like, I don't like this validation of him. This is why I won't do it. But I also Big. think he's cheating in some way because you should no, try mate, doing it. Mate. It's really hard. I, I have mate. tried and it's really hard. Big lungs. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they say about big lungs. Large rib cage. Wally. Yes, large, very large <laughs> rib cage. Um, so you, like I said, uh, go to well, go to Patreon. Do that. You'll hear me for the last time on well for a while uh, on there. Um, you can also follow us at Guitar Nerds. Follow us on Instagram at Guitar Nerds. You can go to YouTube.com forward slash Guitar Nerds videos, uh, and you can also to go to the Guitar Nerds site GuitarNerds.net. If you do want to follow me and see what I'm doing, um, yeah, Mark underscore Random uh, on uh, on Twitter. And yeah, basically, thanks for listening to me for the last three and a half years. Um, the you know this podcast is going to continue, and you know we'll go on to bigger and better things. And kind of, I think when we started Guitar Nerds, there was always kind of the idea that you know we might go off and do other things, and other people will be subbed in. And um, yeah, that's kind of happening, and it's going to be really weird for me. But I still want to be involved Where's in like. When's the quiz? Well, the quiz should be next week. So if you're going to break in someone oh, new, um, it's episode 175 next week. So who mate- won? Didn't you win? No, Matt won. Yeah. Or did I win? No. No, I, I wrote it. I think I won. Oh, Maybe yeah, I'll send in Mark the questions. Won. Mark, Mark's two. I'm one. Joe's zero. Zero. I'll pass the uh, I'll pass the questions on to Angus and uh, he can get cracking. <laughs> if you want to listen to that, do join the Guitar Nerds podcast again next week. Bye bye. Cheers, gang. Bye. bye.